pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are really comfortable because the English people are very much sociable. They take you here and they take you there and they make you feel like a million. We've made it through to 2008. It's Tuesday at 9 pm. It's One Life Left. Hello. Hello. You can tell it's serious, can't you? Because Anne turns her phone off when the credits go. <laughs> so for an hour, you can't call Anne. Welcome to One Life Left 2008. 2008. This is uh, episode 12, I think, of season three. Uh, it's the first one of 2008. We are Resonance FM's video game show. I like to think we're the world's video game show. We are that too, because we're broadcasting, as well as broadcasting on Resonance 104.4 FM across London in the United Kingdom. We're broadcasting across the whole world on the internet. Uh, you can download our podcast at www.onelifeleft.com. She's just back from she's a Christmas rusty. break. She's rusty. But um, um, welcome. Happy New Year. Uh, thank you. Happy, happy New Year happy to you. New year. Happy New Year. Um, what did you get for Christmas, Anne? Uh, a laptop and SingStar R&B. Just those two things? And some gloves. And... Uh, Spice Girls tickets? No. What? We, what we, what we, else? We, you said some lovely new pyjamas. Oh, some lo- yeah, I got some lovely new pyjamas. Are they video game themed? No, they're cow themed. <laughs> <laughs> what enough. did you get for Christmas, Simon? Uh, I got a main cabinet, so I win. Well done. Yep, that's yeah. video game themed. Exactly. I assume that all of the uh, all of the ROMs on it, you've I got was just proper licenses. I do, I do own every arcade game. Ever. Uh, it's just more convenient. It's yeah, like, it's, it's safe space, doesn't it's it? It's like an iPod of video games. Excellent, excellent. Thanks. Uh, what did you get? I got a big Lego dinosaur. Is that, and so I take it you own all dinosaurs? I, I do, actually. Okay, good. Actually, I did find, uh, I found a Japanese toy uh, as well while I was tidying up over Christmas. Early, but I know, we are after the watershed. Uh, that's, called, uh, <laughs> that's called The Complete Works of Dinosaur. It's just a tiny little dinosaur. When you open it up, though, it's not The Complete Works of Dinosaur. Welcome to One Life Left, Resonance 104.4 yeah, let's, let's FM's video game show. Let's to go on by talking about video games. Uh, we, we have... Uh, if this is there's the a first... dinosaur in Tomb Raider. Good point. Uh, there's a Jurassic Park video game. There are cows in Katamari Damashi. Yep, and what was that one that, uh, where you had the, the arm... That was a dinosaur game done by DreamWorks. A Trespasser. Yes. Yeah, and there's pyjamas in uh, Sleepwalker, the comic relief game from all those years ago. did, and there were pyjamas in Pyjamarama. Yep. There's also probably uh, pyjamaramas in... um, uh, uh, Pyjamaramas? There's pyjamas in uh, Nights, maybe? Probably. Probably. Let's say definitely. And also, uh, what was that sleeping game, the the dream one that came out for the PlayStation... I don't know. If if you know what that dream game I'm talking about now is, email... Team at onelifeleft.com. Should we and help get the email open straight so people can email during the show? If you are listening right now and live... In fact, if you're listening not live, you can email us. We'll probably get it because we're probably on the internet just pressing F5 on the One Life Left forum or the Facebook group. Um, but if you're listening live, you can email team at onelifeleft and we'll read it out because we are... 
We are in our Live. Gmail account right now, and aren't we? send us your phone number as well, because we've got the phones working. So anyway, if this is your first One Life Left, uh, you'll have noticed we've not talked about video games so much uh, during the show. That will continue for the next 55 minutes, so don't be put off if you don't play video games. We do have features uh, coming up. We've got some video game poetry, uh, video game uh, market news... And we've also got video game reviews. And we have little things that we do through our show as well, competitions and competition results. But we're going to begin, as we've begun every single One Life Left in 2006 and 2007. And 2008 now. With the news. But but not the news theme. Apparently not. With... It's going well, isn't it? With the new... Wait a second, we don't have the news. <laughs> this is this is a disaster. Okay, I'm sure that we can muddle through this. Okay. Sing it. <laughs> I, I can't remember how it goes. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll do the news without a bed, um, and we'll add the bed later. Right, so we better not talk about it, just crack on with the news. It's 9.04 on Tuesday, the 8th of January. I'm Anne Scantlebury, and this is the news. 2008 has got off to a good start with more irate Texans suing people. This time, three of them are taking Microsoft to task for $5 million US dollars because Microsoft had a rubbish Xbox Live service over the Christmas period. Microsoft is already making amends by saying they'll offer a free Xbox arcade game to all subscribers. One Life Left asks its irate listeners not to sue us over our rubbish service during the Christmas period. <laughs> or indeed our rubbish service <laughs> into 2008. Um, that, I thought, was... Uh, was the most annoying thing to happen in 2008 so far, the, uh, the lack of uh, the, the, the class action suit already. We're only yes, a few days in and someone's trying to grab money. For, for how much? Five million dollars? Five million US dollars. That's quite an inconvenience, isn't it? It's just a lot. Um, Has, do you think it really inconvenienced anyone to I the tune of five million dollars? Well, uh, if you are trying to use live on Christmas Day, <laughs> maybe you, you, you better buy some friends to spend Christmas with next year. Um, I, I I didn't notice it. I didn't log into uh, Xbox Live on Christmas Day. I didn't. I I didn't know it had gone down until I saw the raging forums. Actually, after maybe Christmas. maybe we shouldn't be saying this. Why? Because we wanted to play, didn't we? On Christmas oh, wait, Day, wait, yeah. I want a piece so, of that five million. I I really wanted to play. Uh, what was I trying to play? I was trying to play Halo Three. I assume on Christmas Day. Oh, really, that's was looking all forward you to wanted. it. It's all little Steve wanted for Christmas. I woke wasn't up. It? I woke up. So on excited. Christmas morning. Unwrapped. Has he been? You were. Yeah. And it was like there was the little mince pie and a bite out of it, and the carrots on the floor. Unwrapped the uh, the the box. It was Halo Three shaped. It was the oh, special edition. You'd been a good boy last year. Yep. It had the helmet and everything. Oh, I was so pleased, and I tried putting the helmet on. It's right. too, too small. You can't do that. It's a okay. model. Um, and uh, went straight on Xbox Live. Couldn't get on. Heartbroken. Oh. Heartbroken. To the Think tune of about tiny Steve. about five million dollars worth of heartbreak. That that's morning. the only way that uh, we can drag you back out of this, uh, isn't it? I, well, I went on Xbox Live. You did? Um, yeah, over the Christmas period. And what happened? Um, I played. I bought Sensible Soccer. Right, okay, how was that? Awful. Awful, 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 awful. Proof you should never go back. We'll do that in the reviews. Ubisoft is either trying to fiddle the financial books or is very lazy. The publisher is putting back the release of three major titles, Far Cry 2, Tom Clancy's End War and Brothers in Arms' Hell's Highway. Apparently, by releasing them after April, it'll make their money numbers look better. We should point out Ubisoft is probably, is definitely not trying to fiddle the financial books. No, uh, despite our news. Well done, Anne. Claiming otherwise. Well Didn't done, I Anne. say allegedly? Well, well, therefore, it's not news then, it's rumours, isn't it? <laughs> isn't this always... Do, 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 do the actual news services say, ever <laughs> preface their stories with apparently? Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't. They, I tell you what they do. They go... All video games give you cancer. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's according to a survey released today in whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's how they do it. Maybe you should have done that at the end of yours. That's according to Eurogamer, which I stole my news from. Yeah. Um, were you looking forward to those games then in, in Q1, as the industry calls it? Yeah. <laughs> which one? Was it Tom Clancy? Tom Clancy. How do you say it? We've been through this before. It's Clancy. 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 
I'm not from Yorkshire. <laughs> Yorkshire. Um, I'm most What's wrong with Yorkshire? <laughs> What's wrong with Yorkshire? Nothing. I like it the best. Uh, I'm looking forward to Far Cry 2 because the first one was brilliant. Right. Yeah. Mm. I've never played it, have I? No. No. Um, well, that's, that's very crafty of Ubisoft if that indeed is true. Ubisoft. Dr. Kawashima has been lying to us all, and so has Nicole Kidman. Dr. Jason Braithwaite from the University of Birmingham doesn't think that playing games like brain training will improve your mind. He said, There is no conclusive evidence showing that the continued use of these devices is linked to any measurable and general improvements in cognition. Practice at any task should lead to some form of improvement for that specific task. One Life Left will have to rethink taking Talia out of mainstream education and putting her on an intensive DS course. Your reportage is getting increasingly tabloid, I've noticed. Basically, you start with an outlandish statement. You call someone a liar or whatever, and then you back it up with some conjecture that someone else has said. I love the tabloids. He he sounds like a grump, doesn't he, this this professor? (laughs) What a miserable sod. Yeah, there's no proof. Yeah, I don't like that. Everybody's (laughs) played these games. I think it's great everybody's been playing uh, brain training. Young, old, boys, girls, that sort of thing. Also, I noticed that you didn't um, mention anybody else involved in the Nintendo ad campaign. No. Of course, there's Johnny Ball. Yeah. And like, if you thought about it, you could, your, your punchline for the news could have been Johnny Bollocks, more like. <laughs> because of what he was advertising was false. Also, I noticed in your news when I was reading it earlier, um, in a story about improving our uh, braininess, um, yeah. that you spelt Talia wrong. <clears throat> how did you spell it? Uh, T-H-A-L-I-A. Is that how you spell Talia? No. No. I'm going to set you some lines, Scantlebury. What am I going to have to write? Maybe, imp- maybe repeating how to spell my niece's first name. How do you spell it? T A L I A H. You know what? It might be. Anne might be right. Talia's mum might be wrong. Well, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> One Life Left is going to have to raise its game. We've got some competition. Blizzard is starting up a new monthly podcast in 2008. The first episode will feature interviews with Sam Didier, talking about Warcraft and Starcraft art, and Jeff Kaplan. The January podcast will be audio only, with the rest planned as video casts. One Life Left fans shouldn't worry too much about crossover. They might actually talk about video games. <laughs> so, yeah, so we, 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 we're raising our game by... Uh making this possibly the worst start <laughs> since that since that false start late Aww. last year um uh so i i'm i'm a bit annoyed about this aren't you what that we've Blizzard. got a rival and Anne's promoting it on our new yeah. section Encro- I'm quite, i am quite annoyed actually encroaching on our territory should we start making video games we should uh, massively multiplayer boring exactly ones. <laughs> yeah. um, and also the way that you wrote and read that news out uh, just who, who are the people involved sam didier <laughs> didier didier and Jeff Kaplan. So just read out the sentence involving those two characters for us, would you? The first episode will feature interviews with Sam Didier talking about Warcraft and Starcraft art and Jeff Kaplan. So Sam's going to be talking about Jeff Kaplan, is he? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. reckon there's more to that relationship than meets the eye. Those there in love. And finally, it really was a case of the royal we when a source from Sandringham announced that the Queen had been swinging William's remote around. Apparently she had a go at Wii bowling and is now hooked. Or, more likely, she played one game and will never touch it again. One Life Left would like to hear that the Pope loves the PS3 and spends much of his time playing Resistance Fall of Man. Yeah, there was some yeah. good stuff in that story, definitely. Yeah. It um, was, and it had one of those news-style jokes as well, didn't yes. it? It began with case of the Royal Ooh. Wii. Yeah. Very uh, did you think of that all on your own? Uh, I did, and then I looked it up on the internet. Apparently other people had thought of it. Weird. Shocking. So your task for next week, then, is to come up with someone that no one's ever written before. Oh, no. How are you going to do that? You Just do that by copying Eurogamer. <laughs> make it up. Um, yeah, well, well, that was a, a welcome return to the news, I thought. Yeah, it was all right. <sighs> Good stuff in there. Uh, thanks, Anne. Thanks, Anne. One Life Left Video Game News with Anne Scantleberry. <laughs>
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM with me, Steve Curran. And this racket. <laughs> you never introduce yourself after. I always, always turn to you yeah, with I the know, expectation yeah, you just go, and me, Simon Barron. I don't want Instead, to say that. you just say something want, stupid. Yeah, I don't want to say that. Um, right, well, well, Anne, next time, I'm going to go. Ah. Yeah, it's you. Okay. okay. This, uh, this is, this is stew. That's very formal. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought. It's called uh, it's called My Melody, and it's just come out on the 8-Bit People's label, which we love. You can find that uh, label at www.8bitpeoples.com. I'm, I won't be going there. And will you? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will. And I do a lot, OK? okay? If it was up to you, we'd just listen to Muse. Yeah, or, or, sorry, or Matt. Huh? If this chap's just called Stu. Oh, uh, right. Sorry, I didn't get that. That was a joke for the Muse fans. So, um, when I was preparing for this show, how extensively... Actually, how <laughs> Working out? Yep. Uh, lubing up? To this sort of... To this sort of music. I, I, thought, I thought, well, you know, I've been a bit out of the video game scene for, for the last couple of weeks. I better catch up. So I went on Google, uh, as the kids do these right. days, and I, I did a search, and I said... Um, I, said I, I searched for... Uh, things to expect from video games in 2008. Okay. You know, what, what's video games got for me? And the top hit was WWE Smackdown vs. Raw 2008. Well, let's, let's look forward to that then. So there's going to be another bumpy year for video games, is it? <laughs> Apparently so. I've never, I don't think I've ever played uh, one of those WWE games. I have. Uh, did you enjoy it? Uh, I, I played one. I made a, a, cr- a creator wrestler and gave him the biggest arm biggest left arm in the world and a very withered right arm <laughs> and I made him sexually walk up the aisle <laughs> to the to the ring uh, to some piece of music and then strut around and then turn it off right. but it was funny it made me laugh okay. it made me laugh so you got your money's worth <laughs> I, I rented it from Blockbuster does explain so their, yes so it yeah, also explains their popularity Anne yeah um, what are you expecting from video games in 2008 more more what video games okay to be released and then some to be banned. <laughs> I love the way warning sounds come yeah. <laughs> She doesn't know what she's talking about. No. More video games to be released and some to be banned. Any yeah. more Nostradamus, Nostradamus-like predictions? Um, there'll be a few number ones. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Any, any, expect, any things you expect to go to number one? The Wii. <laughs> the Wii's been released. It's um, going to go back. Simon, you're very excited about video games in 2008, aren't you? You are. I can see it written all over your face. Written all over your Facebook. <laughs> you're, you're itching to say something now. It's going to be more of the same, I think. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think games have been pretty good. If um, you like that, you'll love this. Try before you buy. Mm. That sort of thing. Um, actually, you know, uh, I, I, I've been doing some research uh, for the show. Oh, really? Um, and I don't want to spoil a bit that I was doing... Um, that I might do later. You're going to have to do it later. Why? Uh, because we're running out of things to say, and it's about 17 minutes past <laughs> nine. Okay. Um, I did. This, I found someone else's prediction. Um, oh, I can't find it. I have to come back to it. Hang on. It might be in this pile of paper. Can you fill? Okay. Um, Anne. Yeah. Play any good games over Christmas? I genuinely pay- played two video games over Christmas. What did you play? One was SingStar R&B, and I was amazing at Amy Winehouse's Black, Back to Black. Like, okay. I was really good. But then on the flip side, I was awful at uh, Summertime by uh, Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. Okay. Uh, g- uh, what would you give SingStar R&B? Um, seven out of ten. And we'll find out what your other game is later in the show. Mm. Well, I Simon. found it. Um, yeah, so I was looking for predictions on something, and, and maybe you'll, you'll recognise this, Steve. Um, I'm going to read a passage out that I, that I found from the internet. Um, and it was a prediction. Uh-oh. And it was... Uh, here we go. Red Eye knows you know that two isn't better than one, and he doesn't think that Nintendo thinks it either. But this is innovation as desperation, creating something new just for the sake of saying it's unique. How can something as ridiculous in concept as the DS not be a disaster on the scale of the N-Gage? That was a well prediction. Done. Well done, Red Eye. Um, I, I would like to go back and write Red Eye again. Um, and write Red Eye about Red Eye. And all the things that I thought were true back then. Red Eye uncovered. I would say, in... In, in your defence. Well, sort of in my defence, that that was written after getting Nintendo's PR through about the DS. We knew nothing more than this, this sheet that had come through. And the illustration they gave 
on the DS's capabilities was imagine playing a football game and on the bottom screen you can play and see your players and then when a slide tackle happens it zooms in on the top screen and I thought that doesn't sound very good at all. So you as a journalist decided to write a full column based on someone's press release? Yes. Right. Fair enough. So uh, so you didn't have any experience of playing it yourself didn't stop you from slagging it off? No, all I had was what they told us. How would you engage? It's a new year in gaming, but I'm sure you'll all be wondering who was the winner last Christmas. Oddzone had predicted previously that Need for Speed Pro Street would be the winner, but in fact he changed his mind later anyway. I'm sure you'll like to hear it direct from the free market economist's mouth. The undeniable, actual truth. Need for Speed did pretty well, and it certainly seemed that someone activated the nitrous late on in the race. It had become a very popular request. I'm sure you're expecting me to mention Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. the Olympics haven't actually happened yet, it's hard to say for sure whether Mario and Sonic will be in attendance. FIFA and Pro Evo got discounted heavily in the run-up to Christmas, desperately vying against each other to be the Christmas number one football game. Which is a bit like trying to be the best pile of dung, of course. Though it did help that you could buy it brand new from HMV and sell to CX and make a profit. Though I shall now reveal who the true Christmas winner was. It was, of course, me. I'm Derek Williams and this is my New Year Market Economy. I don't know, there's nothing wrong with slagging something. Like, most games journalists are expected to write good things about games based on PR. Uh, so, yeah, no, what's wrong with writing well, bon- bad things, no, if you interpret that as bad? I agree, but I think that seeing as you set a precedent by just going off and writing a whole column based on it, that you should apply that to every press release that you get. And if someone says it, something's brilliant... I then, think that column mentioned the press release, but you chose not to read that bit out. Uh, Google censored it for me. Those were the bits that I discovered. I was, and I was looking for that for a, for a reason, which I will come on to later. What have you got in your hand? Um, I have got a toy... A Japanese toy. Is, it, is this one you were talking about? It isn't. Um, while I <laughs> while I was it's tidying shape. Yeah, while I was tidying up my looks house, a bit, looks a bit dirty. I hadn't actually meant to bring this up. Now, by the way, okay. Maybe we shouldn't. Sorry, when you look let's at talk me about in, it later. Um, when you look at me in pause, am I supposed to go and I'm Simon Byron? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm. <answering> <laughs> <for> you. <laughs> Uh, you're listening to One Life Left, which is Resonance FM's uh, video game show. I was going to talk about Derek in this bit, because that was Derek, and okay. it would be polite to explain who Derek is. Go on, then. Can you start? No, you do it. Derek is our, uh, he's our on-the-ground correspondent from the markets of Doncaster, or Doncaster, um, who uh, has, been, has been a One Life Left uh, regular. He's been in every show, um, and he uh, sets his thoughts to music, and he's brilliant. Um, and he was brilliant at the Christmas party. Which is what he? I was going to talk about. Uh, Derek did a four-song set at the One Life Left Christmas party. Uh, like, I really like Derek, but he was such a prima donna, wasn't he? <laughs> he? He wouldn't come on until he was absolutely ready. Absolutely. like So we broadcast from about five till six, didn't we? Derek comes on at seven. He kept the fans waiting. <laughs> And then, but then hit them with one after the other. I did just four, all, all the favourites. So we could take no more. And then, and then just walked off. Didn't speak to anyone for the rest of the night. Good lad. Ooh. But on the subject of the Christmas party. Really? What did we... One life left. Corrections and clarifications. What did we do? We did the Christmas party and we broadcast the unbroadcastable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm sorry that anyone had to sit through that, if indeed anyone chose to. <sighs> Did you know what? Even I only listened to half of it. <laughs> that says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, we did go on a bit. It lasted for an hour and 20 minutes, and that was the edited version. We'd cut stuff out of that. Sorry. Right. And um, it, is, it is funny, isn't it? Because like, like all of these things, you, you kind of, s- straight after it, you think, actually, that wasn't bad. Yeah. 
damn sure we and then, sure we did ourselves proud exactly and then you uh, find you know, you're, you're kind of constantly watching the site waiting for it to upload it and then you're all excited and then even the presenter turns it off halfway through <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'd, we'd been drinking we had been drinking as a, as a and you know what we really like when we start drinking what, what's Anne like dancing on tables flashing her skirt off that's fact <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we had a brilliant time anyway uh, I think just... that's the most important thing isn't it that we had a nice time I thought you were talking about Anne flashing her skirt <laughs> we're used to that by now um, yeah I think no I think it's the most important thing that we had a good time and our listeners who came uh, I they think they to, had a good they? time as well yeah and they so, left <laughs> well we all left eventually yeah, some of them left oh jury, jury. didn't they <laughs> did they people that were on it yeah, yeah, Nick left, didn't he? Our judge. Yeah, Nick left. He had other places yeah, to go. Places to go, better places yeah, to better go. Better podcast. He was off the <laughs> blizzard. Um, but, you know, it was good. And uh, I think we'll be doing it again. When really? would that be? Well, I was thinking, and I haven't Did it cost us any money to put that on? No, it didn't. Really? Well, you know. Okay. Um, we gave out presents, didn't we? We did give out presents, and we, you know, cost us... Costs us some money in future advertising revenue, I'm sure, yeah. when people hear that. But I thought that maybe... Uh, I'm just going to put this to you now. Not, we've not spoken about this before. We should do one to celebrate the end of uh, end of this series. A rap party. A rap party. Um, this show's not going to be affected by the writers' strike, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it really hasn't been. Has it? <laughs> okay, so, just checking. What, so, when 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 does this series run? In I, th- I think we're going to do another twelve or or, or eleven. I think we were going to. Is we're, this right? Yeah, we're working up to episode twenty-three or twenty-four. What? And then we stop. And then we'll stop for a few weeks. We'll have a. Have we told residents this? Uh, no, but they'll just run reruns. We, we... I bet they don't even listen to. It. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes news to them, isn't it? Uh, yes. So, so that's the plan. Um, Thanks for coming, though. Those of you that did, um, I think you. Well, you seem to have a nice time. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, we will do it again. Listening to One Life Left in Resonance 104.4 FM. This is, I think you call it, I don't know how to say that word, Xenon or Xenon uh, versus Saber Pulse. It's called Minimize and it goes on forever, Simon. Another four minutes. Another four seconds. minutes, 50 seconds. So we're going to cut this short. This is again from the uh, latest 8 bit people's releases, which you can find at www.8bitpeoples.com. If you want to email in to uh, One Life Left live, you can do so by emailing team at onelifeless.com. Uh, it would be particularly appropriate to do that right now because we're about to go into the letters section. Simon, do you have something to say? Or? Well, no, I was just, just going to say, um, I was the one show that I did listen to was the one that I didn't do for personal reasons. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Personal reasons. And um, I was listening to it on a podcast. I was walking, as well as I was in Farringdon. And uh, I came out of Farringdon Station, I was listening to it, and it was fine. And... Um, you, you know when you're kind of in that bubble and stuff's going on around you, but you listen to One Life Left. And yeah. You know, the world's a happier place. And um, as usually happens at this type of place, a big, a big issue man came up to me and he said something. He, he opened his mouth. And I was just about to say the, the usual, yeah, here you are, mate, here's loads of money type thing. Of course. When um, Odds On came on. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, you know, in the show that wasn't on, uh, he, he sang, didn't he? Yes. And that, that was so unexpected. <laughs> I burst out laughing in a big issue man's face and then just said, sorry, Scott Toff, so thanks, Odds On. Odds On isn't here this week. He's ill. Get well soon, Odds On. Get well soon. Email, messages, and forward BCC. One Life Letters.
I love our letters theme. Yeah, you were conducting it then. I don't think I've seen you do that before. First letters of 2008. We've got quite a few, um, because we've been off for a while. Um, take, take your pick. Take your pick. I'll have that one. Okay. That one, that one, that one, that one. Uh, okay, so we'll, we'll rip through these as quickly as possible to the whole Why team. Why would we rip through? We because we're begging for letters. And then we're going to go, we'll, we're going to rip through them. Because we've got five and, and a half minutes. It. Some of you wrote five in minutes. Great. <laughs> we've got five but minutes. But please do seconds. email us again. No, treat them with more respect. Go on, read that all out. Actually, whose is it? Oh, no, don't read that shit. <laughs> so the whole team of one That's a joke, I hadn't seen which one Having was. first heard you at Nottingham Game City, it took me weeks to get your podcast because my crappy internet decided it hates me. However, now I hear you on a regular basis. I'm ecstatic because everything that made me laugh in Game City is there every week. By the way, Smash Brothers rubbish, uh, Smash Brothers rubbish isn't melee. It's great for the poor little gamer who is crap at fighting games and can do nothing but button bash, not me, whistles innocently. Challenging game when you throw in the stages, and while I agree that the one-person mode isn't great, it's huge amount of fun. Blah, 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 party game, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's all pray that the one-player mode on Brawl is better than Melee's. One Life Left is my favourite podcast. I hope it still is now. I've cut out bits of your letters. Sorry about that. So I can't wait till the night for your podcast to restart. Oh, that's nice. Belated Merry Christmas. Late Happy New Year. Belated Thanks, Joey. Merry, yeah, and can we say early Happy Valentine's Day, then, if we can start rattling <laughs> Have these Have a lovely these Easter, Joey. <laughs> start rattling these off. Hope Mother's Day goes well. Yeah, uh, here's one. Um, I was a bit confused by the subject line on this. Uh, it just said, you are Mr. Gay. And I thought, it's just, oh no, I've been drunk on the internet again. <laughs> You're on Craigslist, <laughs> you know how it is. Uh, dear team, I noticed on my copy of Super Mario Galaxy that the title on the front covers some letters highlighted with little reflections of light. I also noticed that these highlighted letters form a quite offensive sentence. Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, the uh, letters highlighted that you are Mr. Gay. Edit. I just did a search engine for you are Mr. Gay, or I hope somebody checks your uh, internet history. <laughs> You've got a shared computer. Um, and have now realised I'm probably about two months late in bringing you this top story. Upside down, smiley face. Do you have any other offensive front covers? I quite like the cover of Is This It by The Strokes. I really? love the way you try to save that at the end. Just like, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> What's your most offensive video game cover? Oh, I don't know. I can't think. Uh, this, uh, I don't know. Give me a second. What letter have you got, Anne? Uh, I've got one entitled Game for Anne. Um, Dear OLL, a game I'm sure Anne would love would be Night Stories. It's cartoony, easy to play and beautiful both orally and visually. Definitely in my top five games of the year. Not on the Xbox 360 though. It's a PC freebie. Merry Christmas again, Stephen. P.S. Your show is much more enjoyable (laughs) without that Simon bloke. (laughs) Oh. Well, you'll like this one. Hi, Anne, Simon, and the other one. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Before we start, I want to share. That was a joke, wasn't it? That was je- that was a joke. Did it have lot, the- did have lot after it. No, it was in italics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Before we start, I want to share my first experience with Resonance FM with you. I'm not sure with the time difference, but I think I went online and listened to the Tight Pudding Show. 15 minutes hearing someone vomit makes for a very very good first-time experience, I can tell you. Hold on, let me turn off the music. This vomiting is making me sick. Okay, keep up the good work, and I'd love to hear the story behind a mystery. Yeah, can't, can't tell. Talk, can't talk about the mystery, Neo Motion. But thank you very much. Yeah, we've been uh, chastised on the internet for that. Yeah, so, we can't talk about so it. So it's anyone. gone. So yeah. Uh, last one, I think. S S S. At your repeated request, I have been mulling over mold wine during the festive season about the appeal of Super Smash Brothers Brawl, forthcoming Wii title, and the furore it's generating. Can you only mull wine? Can you mull other things? No, uh, you can mull cider. I read it in a book the other day. You were reading a book. Well, it was a magazine. <laughs> was it? <laughs> well, it was a free paper. Which one? Uh, from Morrison's. <laughs> God, you're all class, aren't you? You and Alan Hampson. Yeah. And Spice get and just take that. Um, I've concluded that the reason for this is literally one of the following. The Smash Brothers series appeal can be traced back to confusion caused by Mario Brothers, referring to Mario and Luigi. It is usual to refer to siblings as the Cray Twins or the Walker Brothers using their surnames. This led to the mistaken belief that their surname was Mario. I ask you. Smash Bros uh, clears this up and the public support means that people buy it in much the same way they buy a well-meaning but ultimately terrible charity record. For the cause it represents, rather than see Mario Smash fighting uh, Luigi Smash, can we stop ball. getting letters about Smash Brothers? I'm you really sorry I asked for them. Or the public mistakenly believe that this is the game where you can smash Matt and Luke Goss. This is untrue. They are unlockables. Hope this helps. And the Ugly Fruits. Um, and then he's got an Anarts guess, which was wrong. My um, 
Christ. My, <laughs> you can't laugh at misfortune. My most offensive cover is Smash Brothers. I, I bet you giggle at the Paralympics, do you? Simon, don't they ignore me on my, my own radio show. My radio show? God, it's mine. Uh, yeah, I, I, my most offensive cover is Smash Brothers. I can't think of any. If you've got an offensive video game cover, please write in. Write in about anything you want to... Team up one of left com. not Smash Brothers. We're totally, totally bored of that. Into the Night by Camilla Tepes. Hector just stared at the Belmont, watching him before getting back to what he was going to do. He dipped the towel into the water and moved to remove the sheets and bandages from the hunter. Trevor gasped as the bandages were taken off, bringing the cool air to his wounds. It stung slightly, but it was relaxing at the same time. Hector brought up the now damp towel and began to wipe away the dry blood and dirt from the wounds, being extra careful not to press too hard and open them up once again. A pale hand accidentally brushed against the hunter, causing a shiver to run down the Belmont's spine. Do that again, Trevor thought, wanting to feel the other's skin against his own, yearning for the other's touch so badly it almost drove him insane. The hunter caught the pale hand cleaning him and brought it up to his lips, kissing the wrist softly, trying to show Hector what he was feeling. The devil forger's eyes widened and his cheeks burned with colour. He hadn't expected the hunter to act like this. Was he still half asleep? Or was this truly what he felt? He dropped the towel back into the water and leaned forward slightly, testing what he thought the Belmont felt. Trevor grinned, assuming Hector understood completely. He leaned in the rest of the way and brushed his lips against the other before adding more pressure, making it more intimate. The forgotten bowl of water slipped off the bed and crashed on the wood floor, yet the two seemed not to notice. Trevor slipped his tongue between his teeth and lightly slid along Hector's lips, asking for entrance. The Devil Forger gasped, giving the Belmont an opportunity to push his tongue in and explore his mouth. Hector was surprised at first, and then he calmed and started to respond. He hesitantly pressed his tongue to the one teasing the roof of his mouth, and he felt his heart skip and his body gain heat. So this is what a kiss is like. I like it, he thought as he lifted his hands and ran it through Trevor's long brown locks. The Belmont grinned slightly. He grabbed a hold of Hector's hips and pulled him closer, making it so that the Devil Forger was nearly sitting on him. That's Anne fiction. Anne was sneezing. You know, I was just looking around the studio then, and, and uh, what I saw made me wonder whether other radio shows are as professional or as relaxed as this. Because as soon as that piece came on, Steve got his little toy out and started playing with that. Anne sat over there colouring in. <laughs> it's almost as if there isn't anything going on here. I was sorting out a feature for later in the show, and Anne yeah. is doing Anne art which isn't yeah it's right now <laughs> you can probably hear that in the background the, the sound of man coloring in how's it how's it coming along uh, <laughs> <laughs> again and maybe we can we, we could uh, do it just by you making those noises people have to guess what it is from that yeah and fiction was uh, was played live wasn't it at the uh, <laughs> didn't really work did it it did it did in a way you just hear people <laughs> sniggering and then gasping when she was particularly rude the horror yeah, at the uh, at the party. Oh yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Mm. You were laughing at your own and fiction during that as well, yeah. which I quite liked. <laughs> so Simon, you you say you're ready for a feature that I haven't heard yet. Well, no, and it's it is your top five, but it's not. Um, yeah. I... Thanks. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, no, I do like the top five because there is this assumption that I'm going to do them. And, and like now before the show, you, you go, yeah, it's all right. I think we've got these features, in, but but you don't say any more. Like, can you write top five? And and then I go, well, he hasn't asked, so perhaps I don't have to do one. And then I thought, but anyway, um, I wasn't going to do one because we got one sent. Which the reason was, I don't ask anymore is because you always complain about it. Yeah, I don't like doing them. Anyway, so uh, Mark Fernley sent his top five in, which was... Uh, Quite a long um, email. Uh, he, his top five of 2007, uh, which was uh, the Hellgate London release, Bioshock, introduction to OLL, World of Warcraft, and the Orange Box. So, well, we came in at number three. Yeah. Uh, since I was going for a general view of the year, I couldn't specify specific events, but it had to be in here. The event <laughs> I'm going to put in here is me, my joining of the OLL community and the first podcasts I listened to. Since then, I've been hooked, although I do like my serious gaming podcasts. <laughs> Thanks very much. We like um, serious letters. Uh, so I didn't do a top five because somebody had done it already. But um, I thought you were quite out of order, actually, on the show that I wasn't on. Uh-oh. So, again, I was listening to it, and um, you picked out the first review I ever wrote <laughs> which, and read bits out. Because someone sent it in, yeah. Did they? I thought. Yeah, no, I, I was, uh, Is that the first review? You'd ever written, yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was. And so, I mean, it was terrible, obviously, and stuff like. That. And I was cringing on, like, 
you buggers. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I really didn't like that. And now I see why you've been Googling. <laughs> so I decided that what I would do is uh, find your first published work. Is it the one on my York University? Is it a review, a film review? I think it was um, a red eye that you wrote when you were uh, very young. Uh-oh. Shall I read it out to you? Yes, please do. Hello, my name is Stephen Pac-Man Curran, but actually in Edge I'm called Red Eye because my eyes are red because I play video <laughs> games. I... A lot. I like video games. They're fun and you get to jump and fly and you can pretend to be women, which I like because they wear pretty clothes like dresses and bras and I'm not allowed to wear them in real life anymore because my mum said that's why the bigger boys don't like me. I love Edge because it uses big words when little ones will do, but I can sound important so it doesn't matter if the bigger boys call me names like wet the bed in maths, (laughs) which I only did once. Isn't Pong a lot like life? There are two big things hitting a little weedy one all the time, which when you think about about it is like being bullied for drawing flowers on your pencil case and yeah isn't it wrong to ch- teach children that i think people that teach children that have blood on their hands so i'm leaving edge now <laughs> very good if only one of our listeners had sent us a perfect riposte to that we'll find out next week that's part of the lazy cholesterol addled me 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 facebook look at my eclectic music taste zone one reggae album one hip-hop album one r&b album one pop album which is girls allowed because the observer said it's okay generation i've little or no time in my life to devote to my hobby of stripping naked in school playgrounds and running away when i see a teacher approaching nothing else in life allows me the visceral rush of excitement i get when i see a grey-haired concerned looking french teacher elbowing his or her way through the throng of upset and attractive children waving a shatterproof ruler as if that could deter me and then poof I'm away like the wind no teacher will catch me I'm just too fast when I get home I sit and contemplate my daring at length hour after hour slips by as I meditate and break the incident down into its elements my naked body a throng of upset children a concerned looking teacher a shatterproof ruler there is beauty in this moment A purity that no man can deny. I weep. There's purity too in the video game Drake's Progress. It's a visual feast, but there's no doubt in that it's highly derivative, and the characterisation leaves much to be desired. Allow me to return you for a moment to the subject of my naked body. It's smooth. It sweats. There is ample space for parking at the back. I weep. Greg the Rage McClellan. Excellent. Uh, he was the star of, of the Christmas party, I thought. I thought we were. Uh, aside from us. Okay, right. But um, including Anne. Okay, yeah, good. Uh, how many did he do? He did, he did two, two poems at the Christmas party. You probably haven't got as far as the second no. one. Uh, but they were both brilliant. I both do remember them being brilliant, but yeah. I was drunk. I was drunk too. I love the fact that during the Christmas podcast you could hear the cash register. <laughs> just, yeah, uh, and the quality really, tail off. It really did, didn't it? I, do you know what I meant to do as well? I was going to bring some mistletoe. Um, I forgot. I was going to get off I now. To- <laughs> I was. I- and I say get off, I mean rape. <laughs> That's why my dad stopped listening. <laughs> Hi, Anne. Hi. So how's, how's your Anne art been over Christmas? Well, uh, I didn't do any for a while. Why not? Are you taking a break? Yeah. Um, it is tiring, isn't it? It really it's emotionally is. emotionally draining. You have to think of a character to draw and then draw it. But that's interesting, actually, because I'd put it another way. <laughs> Much like your news, what you do is you take someone something someone else has done and copy it. I'm very good at that. Um, unfortunately, not this one. <laughs> right. Um, because on this one, I have sized it wrong. Now, this is a character who is basically as tall as they are wide. I have sized it wrong. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I have sized it wrong. You know, I was in Habitat the other day. What? I was in I was in the sales section, and an item was Find reduced. Poofs. And I. <laughs> and I <laughs> An item was reduced because it had been deranged. Yeah, interesting. You can't derange no. something. Sorry. Yeah, it is about as uh, tall re- as it is de-sizing, wide. Resizing, resizing something. And um, so I tried to draw it on an A4 piece of paper. Doesn't work, does it? Uh, what, is it that is way that? up? No, no, that Portrait. way. Portrait. Yeah. Didn't yeah. work. So I tried to do it landscape and I cut off the legs. Right. So this character has got legs. Yeah. Not, not anymore. It's a paraplegic <laughs> yeah. version. Actually, that, and it also it does have legs, this one, doesn't it? Because yeah. um, it's a quite a long-standing character. Yeah. Oh. 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 
Go me. Very good. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's a long-standing character in a major series, but it isn't, isn't the title character. It looks like he's peering up over the paper, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Or walking past a window. Um, I've, got, I've got the pens uh, Anne's been using. Yeah. And we've got... Uh, They're Christmassy colours, aren't they? We've got a red one yeah. and a green one. He's not the most... He's not the title character in the series it, he's most famous for, is he? No, but, but he, he does have his own series as well. Yeah. The spin-off. Which he's the title character. I've run out of music. That's all it can be. I think we probably need another clue. I uh, like the name. You like the name. <laughs> okay. That narrows it down. Then. Um, we've still got some to do from the previous yeah. one. Shall oh, wait. Shall, shall we do an our answers from the previous from yeah. the previous week? Hold on one second. Oh. There we go. Now I've kind of lost track of um, how many Anne arts do we need to do? Well, we've got the one with the man, right? And then we've got the there was another one, and then wasn't there the Christmas one? We've got two minutes to rattle through okay. this, and it's already boring. So. Right. Um, so Kyle Collis, uh, he said, "Is it Bomberman?" Yes, it was. Okay. In which case, he's, he's won. Um, uh, I'll read through. Damien Ashfield, you got it right as well. Uh, Sean, ah, oh, you got it right as well. Chris Walker, you got it right as well. Uh, there's an apology in this one from Jamie Dickinson for calling Anne Skankleberry. He said Bomberman. Uh, Misha has said for Anne's art, I'm betting on Duke Nukem. Wrong. Um, and then, oh, hang on, there's another email from Misha saying, hey team, I just sent an entry to the Anne Art competition, betting on Duke Nukem. I, be- I believe I forgot to say that this was Mike R from Minnesota. Uh, yeah, you Still should wrong. have said that it was someone else. John Gambini, Bomberman. Beating like the hat. Uh, um, someone, Brian J. Parker said it sounds a lot like Kane from Kane and Lynch. No. no. Um, and then Mike it. Brown has said it's Knights of Christmas Nights. Yeah, that so was another yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. And so you're a winner. And oh, that feel. was a letter that we didn't read out. So. There we go. Two winners. Congratulations, everyone. Reviews. Well, we've had plenty of time to play video games. Yeah, we haven't, though. I've been decorating. Um, so what I did over my Christmas holidays was... I finished Assassin's Creed. Okay. Um, brilliant game. Uh, really? On the whole, it's brilliant. It's, it's, it's bookended and interspersed with the most ridiculous... Uh, this is the future stuff. Uh, is it future? But, uh, it's just rubbish. Right. Um, the actual bits that, you, that it promised you on the box are great, and I think they've genuinely redefined how we'll play um, 3D action games. Like, going from that to Uncharted where it's a typical one we have to push jump at the right time and position it all correctly and all of that sort of stuff. Um, Assassin's Creed has kind of reinvented control methods, made it so fluid and just much, so much fun. It's 2008, the year you try and get on the box of a video game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Redefines um, the genre, Simon yeah, Barrow, one like no, But I would say it had the worst ending of any video game I've ever, 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 ever seen. Really? And I was livid. Wow. So you should play it through to the end because it's great, but don't play it through to the end because it's terrible. Um, Anne, you, earlier you were telling us about Singstar R&B, which you enjoyed and was good at one song and terrible Sorry, at another. Sorry, 7 out of 10, obviously. Yeah. 7 out of 10. Uh, uh, and then I played another one on DS, and it was Scrabble DS. Really? Okay. And Scrabble what... DS is much like Scrabble. <laughs> Apart from, with Scrabble DS, you don't have my brother going, it's not in the dictionary, it's not a word. You have to get out of the dictionary. No, that's the wrong dictionary. That, no, that's not the right dictionary. But, and with Scrabble DS, you can just go, here's some letters. Uh, if I put them in this order, does it work? No, it doesn't. If I put them in this order, I didn't know that was a word. Points. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you 7 out of 10. In this. Better. Better than real Scrabble. The weird thing was, I was about to slag off Scrabble when you mentioned Assassin's Creed, because Assass- uh, Scrabble for me is a game that has a terrible ending. Uh, in that, like, obviously the point of Scrabble is to make nice words and there's a certain uh, pleasure in playing Scrabble in real life when you've got the board spread out and you can see all your words and all the words you've played in the whole game whereas Scrabble DS just suddenly goes like when you play your final word it just goes you won or you lost obscuring the board and then kicks you back to the menu Disgusting. which I think's no, no that said um, maybe we'll just have to change real life for that so uh, if you if you finish the game of Scrabble say you wouldn't kick the board over from now on just so that video games can be right I've only been playing uh, Picross again on my DS over Christmas, which is a bit boring of me. Yeah, uh, but I've a done a lot boring. of travelling. But I also have been playing um, the toy 
that I found f- earlier in the um, earlier in the episode. <laughs> you found it in the episode, did you? I found. I referred to it previously. <laughs> Look what I found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Uh, so yeah, I've, I found this, and this was something I picked up in Tokyo in two thousand and one. All right, that's uh, just an excuse for your globe trotting. No, brags, isn't no, it? no, no, no. Uh, everyone's been to Japan. Japan's boring now. Everyone's been there. No, I've not. Uh, it's so it's exactly like you'd look see it on the internet. Japan, what, brilliant. No, it's, it's it's boring, and everyone who loves it is an idiot. <laughs> so, so I found this in Tokyo in two thousand and one, and it's a pocket version of Beatmania, uh, the arcade game. I don't know if you know Beatmania. It's the one with the turntable and uh, who do the you five. Think button- I am. How do I not know what Beatmania is? Explaining to our listeners, well, actually, you're me. a bit defensive. And do you know what Beatmania is? I've got no idea. <laughs> well, she's not even listening. She's colouring in. <laughs> Children. So, uh, so Beatmania is uh, the first rhythm action game, as I understand it. The first uh, Konami's first rhythm action. It's the game that lent its name to the genre, isn't it, Simon? Yeah. Is this your review of it? No, I was just explaining what, to you. you sorry, is this our explanations theme? <laughs> so, uh, so when I was in Japan, I found these pocket versions, and they're ti- like tiny little, uh, what do you call those things? Pocket game and versions. Watch. <laughs> no, little Game & Watch machines with LCD things, and they've got a little turntable. And uh, I bought one. I know it's unexpected of me, but I bought the most girly one I could find. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, it's Tokimeki Memorial Beatmania. Do you know what Tokimeki Memorial is, Anne? No. Explain to Anne what Tokimeki Memorial is. Game expert, go on. I'm not a music expert, am I? It's not music. Well, I know. <laughs> Much like the music we play is music. <laughs> it's uh, Tokimeki Memorial. is a dating game, man. It's a dating oh. game where you chat up girls. Oh. But there's boys version, uh, version for girls where you chat up boys. Oh. And that's the one you've got. Uh, I haven't. <laughs> this is pink, so it's for a girl. Um, you're chatting up boys. And, uh, and listen. You can what hear me play it. Listen, listen. Can you hear that? Yeah, we've got ears. Can our listeners hear it? I don't they know why I'm asking them. They're not mouths. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you can hear me playing the Tokimaki... I think it's the Tokimaki 2 theme. Yeah? It's very good, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, I give that 7 out of 10. It's very much uh, very good fun. They go for about $70 on the internet. Uh, if anyone knows where I can get more of them, I'd like to know. Um, yeah. And so that's what I've been playing. Um, I still hear it in the background. Also, as trailed earlier on, I did download Sensible Soccer on Xbox Live. Um, Sorry. And um, I paid money for it, and it was genuinely awful. It was it hails from a time where uh, games weren't designed for ease of use. Um, I think we've all started playing games differently now. I couldn't score in it, and I'm the world champion at Sensible World of Soccer. And as I said, it does remind you. Well, it reminded me again. It's the second reminder I've had recently um, that you should never go back. The first was when I went out with my ex-wife again. <laughs> Thanks, Simon. Um, you might have to handle the show from here I'm a bit okay just... right I will push buttons <laughs> okay don't uh, we'll put some music on Steve's just been explaining to me why you put this on. <laughs> oh, ye of little faith. This, this is a grand plan in this radio show. And this, this is, right, he's put music on from his sex game. He's <laughs> <laughs> been piped directly into mine and Anne's ears. And uh, I have to you say... You can be complaining when you see the emails we get after this show. <laughs> well, we haven't had any during. Um, I'm feeling quite sexy. What email address, Anne? Tim.onlifelife.com It's good. Making kissing sounds. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and put your top back on. You are listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, the sexiest video game show. <laughs> Someone was just going, you know, like when uh, people at the races go, oh, and they make. Um, signs with their hands at each other he was doing that I don't know what he was saying well maybe uh, if you put your top back on <laughs> I'll stop doing that <laughs> um, no I, I it was I was saying 
just remind us of what happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I was at home over Christmas, on Christmas Day, um, I opened a present and s- someone said to me, oh, Aunt, uh, what score would you give it out of 10? And me and my mum at the same time said, 7 out of 10. <laughs> Excellent. Very Stop. good. You know, when I searched for this song on, on the internet... Um, what you are c- Mr Gay. All I could find was... Uh, Japanese people singing over the top of it uh, in karaoke. I don't know if they're making up the words. If any of our listeners want to download this song um, legally, of course, and then sing over the top of it, send it to us, we'll play it on next week's show. How would you download it legally? Uh, by Maybe you can explain where you downloaded it from legally. Uh, maybe they could do the same place as you. I downloaded legally. it from... I don't know. Japanese iTunes, one assumes. Talia. Hello, my name is Talia. Today I'm reviewing... DS video games because they are for kids. Nintendo games. Yes. For goodness sake, I keep on telling you yes. So, which one are we looking at today, Talia? Um, we're looking at American Dragon. Okay, so tell us what happens in American Dragon. Well, basically you start off as a boy and there's some bad guys and... You get to kick and punch, and well, you've got to once you every time you destroy um, a bad guy, there's like um, a point, and it goes down to the bottom, and well, it, there's a big circle, and you've got to fill it up with those, and then once it gets to the top, you touch the the bottom screen and screen, and then you turn into American Dragon, and if basically I made it onto second level so it would always start on second level and well really uh there's um some some colorful balls that go around it that big circle and that's what you could do so if you press x and you're on the red one that means you do big fireballs and if you switch to green you can fly and if you switch to yellow you've got a shield okay that sounds remarkably straightforward um who is american dragon though um a character a character from tv is it a tv show of course okay because you only play licensed video games don't you of course Okay, so uh, is it is it good fun? Yeah. Now you you've only played to the second level, is that right? Yes, and I'm trying to get it onto the third. And but you think that you've played it enough to give it a score, do you? Yes. What score are you going to give it, Talia? Seven out of ten. Thanks, Talia. Thank uh, you. Still our most professional video game reviewer. She listens to this in, over in the States as well. Oh, really? With her family, yeah. That's awesome. I say her family, I mean mine. Um, we will have... Do we have another review from her next week? We've got loads more in the bank. We're going to have loads of new contributors next week as well. That's probably not true, but right. we will have at least one, I think. Should we have a, um, a roll call of shame? Who's let us down this uh, this week, apart from ourselves? Uh, odds on. Uh, but that, oh, he's, he's Ill. Ill. Right. David? That's, that's pretty, oh, was David. David. David was in Japan. Who else? He's seen it before. Yeah, I've seen it before. You think he know by now? Yeah. It's just the same as it is on the internet. Who else has let us down? Um, no. Well, we've. I've heard. Uh, um, Game and Watch might be coming back very soon. You've heard they might be coming back. Well, they've had technical problems, but those problems are solved now. Uh, so that was, a, that was a drama we all missed. Um, who else? Who else is coming back? We've got one new contributor Who's who that? I've been in. I'm not, I can't talk about. I've been in negotiations. You don't know about it yet. Are you sure? It's quite exciting. Maybe. Who is it? It's a girl. Yes, I do know about this. Right, okay. And then we've got a boy as well. Okay. Describe him how you would uh, describe an an art. (laughs) (laughs) One arm's longer than the other. (laughs) (laughs) Misshapen. What's that meant to be? I don't understand. Rough approximation of a man. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and we've got, I don't know, how's your contact going? There's someone you've been meant to, you were meant to chase up over New Year, and Yes. Good. How do you think the listeners enjoyed? Because the people who came to the uh, came to the Christmas party early got to be part of our planning me- meeting, which is a bit yep. like this. Yeah. How do you think they enjoyed that? Seeing the magic behind the curtain. I think they had a brilliant time and felt really included and special. That's what we're all about, isn't it? it yeah. It genuinely social feeling networking. special. Yep. Um, it's been a bit of a special show. 
in some respects. Yeah, what soundtrack music do you usually play at the end? It's going to be added on afterwards. It sounds good, doesn't it? I really like this music you're currently <laughs> playing at the end. Uh, yeah, that that didn't make it as far as as far as the studio. Either. We dropped the lost levels. Uh, <laughs> Change their MySpace. If you're their MySpace friend, you have to go and refriend them. <laughs> no, I'm not. I wasn't when I was. Yes, uh, this has been One Life Left on Resonance One Hundred Four Point Four FM. I'm Simon Byron. <laughs> you're good at that. Uh, thank you to all our contributors uh, who've who've been in the show uh, and contributed throughout 2008. That's Talia Odson. Derek and Anne Scantlebury, who was a contributor in the shape of Anne Fiction. Thank you and all. And other. Anne Art. Yeah, but that was live. That's oh, part right, of your okay. studio. Oh, I see role. what you did there. Yeah. I see. Just doing that. Um, so before we go, a quick competition then. We got into the studio to prove that video games work. There was a ladder. Um, and, a, and, and as you know, there's a live video camera meet, which means we can't do stuff. What did we do? Answers to... Team at onelifeleft.com. We will read out the best next week. Thank you. See you. Bye. Bye.